0: Hello everybody and welcome along to episode 23 of Arsehole Animals with Alice. I'm your host, Alice Vasalo, and today we're stopping to examine an animal that you see pretty much every day of your life. Today we're discussing feral pigeons. I'll give you a quick rundown of this species and then we'll bring on our guest. Feral pigeons descend from the rock dove and belong to the family Columbidae which is a bird family containing around 350 dove and pigeon species. Feral pigeons can be found in every continent except Antarctica because only the hardcore, badass animals can survive there. Not fussy about what they eat, pigeons will take things like seeds, berries, worms, and, as we all know, are trash. Similarly to rats, their lack of fussiness when it comes to food and the fact that they're unbothered at living in squalor has allowed them to thrive in our cities, outlasting even the most optimistic 20-somethings that move to the big city with nothing but their dreams. Because as long as there are cities, there will be pigeons. Cities all over the world have tried to remove pigeons from human spaces, and their techniques have varying degrees of success. Methods have included hiring somebody holding a hawk to scare the pigeons away, replacing their eggs with dummy ones and even pigeon contraception. But unlike human women on contraception, pigeons can miss a day and not have a baby. Doesn't seem fair, does it? Humans tend to see pigeons as dumb birds, but they are actually one of a select few animals on this planet that can recognise themselves in a mirror. They can also be trained to recognise as many as 60 words and every letter of the alphabet. Homing pigeons were employed to carry messages because of their incredible innate compass, which researchers believe can tune into the Earth's magnetic field. They also have a killer memory and are more adept at remembering roads and paths than the kids who never grew up without Google Maps. In short, pigeons aren't that bad but let's see exactly how much of a jerk they can be. So now that you're all clued up about pigeons, let's bring on our guest. Brilliant. And now it's time for me to introduce my amazing guest. She's a content creator and nature nerd, the fabulous Kendall Long is here. Hey,
1: Kendall. How's it going? Hello. Good, good. How are you? I'm so excited to be here to talk about A certain animal in particular.
0: A certain (laughs) animal. No, I am so excited because when we linked up and when we were discussing what animals to talk about and you said pigeons, I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. I was like, that's such a great animal to pick. Maybe crows would come a close second, but a bird that people see like every day and have such sort of disdain for... That they see right. in their everyday lives right like people i mean people call them flying rats rats
1: with wings you know all of this stuff there's so much pigeon hate i don't know why i mean i think mm. that's part of the reason why i got so into pigeons is because mm. when i was living in san francisco in college i saw them everywhere like yeah. they flock in the hundreds in, yes like in a town square and um i was i went to the library and i saw a book about pigeons and i was like you know what i see these little dudes everywhere. And I don't know anything about them. And so I just picked up the book and I read about it. And I was like, you know what, I'm obsessed. Oh, my
0: God. I've been a huge pigeon lover. I love that. And I'm I'm really hoping today we can sort of change some minds about pigeons and sort of lead people on that path about getting excited about them as well. I think I mean, for, for a lot of people, it's their closest link to nature. If you're in, you know, live in the city, it's like difficult sometimes to think of pigeons as as nature because they're around so much. But you know, urban wildlife, they're like numero uno,
1: right? So exactly. So I mean, the thing about pigeons is that although they seem like wild animals, they're yeah. actually more feral. So yes. they're kind of like feral cats or feral dogs. So when we see them in the cities, they're around humans because for a long time they depended so heavily on humans. Yeah. And just like how dogs and cats evolve to be with humans when they're on their own mm. in the city, they're kind of, they kind of need a little bit of help. Like it's not really their natural yes. environment, natural habitat. So mm. it, they are, I would say, um, I think they're doing relatively a good job compared to a lot of other animals that try to live in close proximity to humans in the cities
0: definitely wow. especially being so out in the open as well i mean rats at least kind of keep to themselves or do their own thing you know beneath the oh, the, yeah. uh, the underside of the city it's but pigeons in are York. A... yes exactly a, you know i don't think how many rats are just underneath the buildings in new york but yeah i mean pigeons do so well uh, to adapt to and you know an environment that we've built on top of a, a habitat of theirs and uh, they're just they're just out in the open
1: they're just chilling doing their thing Right? Every single park you go to. I mean, I've been to so many places around the world and no matter where I am, every single country I've been in, there's a pigeon. Yeah. There are always pigeons. So they're pretty prevalent in the areas that we
0: inhabit. The one constant in the cities, you know, the like the most stable thing in a lot of people's lives is that there'll always be pigeons around, no matter yeah, where you exactly. go.
1: When there's no <laughs> pigeons around. That's how you know the world is going wrong. Exactly, you know, pigeons start disappearing. So I don't want to be there, wherever that is. I don't want to be there. Exactly, it sounds like a worse world. You know, hopefully, <laughs> people will feel like it's a worse world after this episode. So
0: yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, before we get into kind of how your relationship with pigeon has gone, uh, I'll ask you the question that is my favorite question to ask. Guests on the podcast, which is what animal do you think of
1: when you hear the word asshole? You know, I uh, recently have been doing a lot of studying with entomology, like bugs, Ooh. and I think parasitic wasps are <gasps> such jerks. Yeah, that is a, a great jerk. answer. That's like that's so specific. The reason why I think parasitic wasps are is because they can like use their stingers to sting a certain part, like a cockroach's brain. Yeah. Which turns it into like a zombie. Like they zombify their hosts and they lay eggs yeah. inside of them, and their babies hatch and like eat basically eat these yeah. bugs alive, which I think is pretty gnarly. So I
0: mean, that's definitely a, yeah, that's a bit of a dick move, I'd say. That's uh, that's also fucking terrifying. Like you know, it's,
1: it's stuff of nightmares. Like I think if a wasp was ever like the equivalent size of like what a cock we us to like as cockroaches, yeah, then yeah, I'm, like hundred percent have like a zombie that's
0: that's it I'm surprised there's no like franchise about that like we have the last of us which is about fungal stuff you know like why is there no zombie show about parasitic wasps
1: like (laughs) that's true you know maybe there will be now I feel like they've thought of mostly everything with zombies and the last of us was definitely inspired by something that I always felt like could potentially be true because definitely those fungus are like species specific And that's the thing, like a lot of these parasites are very species specific. So like jumping from one host to a completely different host takes a lot of evolution. So it um, can happen. It definitely happen. I'm not saying it's impossible. I mean, these are more closely related to animals than they are plants. So I mean
0: yeah mushrooms are terrifying and awe-inspiring like i i wish there was a a space carved in this podcast for fungi but like you know you know they're not technically animals so they kind of don't count but like it it is crazy to think about how powerful they are and how crazy they are they're like alien beings on our planet and giant.
1: i mean like some of them are completely like connected underneath entire like national parks. Like, I don't know, I've got a whole nother. It's insane. And it's just something that we
0: completely ignore
1: and it's low key Mm -hmm. terrifying,
0: but Uh, awe inspiring.
1: It's (laughs) under our feet, you know, every day. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, maybe that's the the unassuming organisms like pigeons and mushrooms have things in common, you know, they're everywhere, but uh, people underestimate them. So maybe there's a theme here today. Mm -hmm. I love it.
1: Have Have you ever heard the, um, movement called birds aren't real yeah they're like the birds are yeah. the government drones or something yeah. like that are like their mascot so they yeah. always say like pigeons they're the ones that are the real spies because yeah. they're everywhere in all of our cities yeah so yeah, yeah. Like i've
0: seen like a little um sort of a drawing that's like an x-ray of a pigeon and like where all the camera would be located in the eyes and the microphones and i'm like you know guys like get your shit together to, you know? <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've ever
1: heard. Like, is, I think they—they it they know it's a joke, right? It's it's no, a joke. no one is. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say no one is really thinking. No, of it. I think they're just trying to highlight that crazy movements can get a lot of backing, even though they're yes. crazy. I think that was their whole purpose. Got it. Got
0: it. Got it. Yeah. It I
1: mean, exactly you never know. Surface. There's there's some
0: conspiracy theorists out there that might be like, hey, they might be onto something.
1: <laughs> you yeah. Know? <laughs> you know, conspiracy theories become true all the time. Like I saw this mm. talk with Jane Goodall where mm. she was talking about how Sasquatch could be real or Bigfoot. She just dropped that in there? She, she was wasn't like necessarily it could... saying that Bigfoot <laughs> could be real. She was kind of like saying that she talks to certain tribes, like smaller tribes, and they said that they had seen a monkey without a tail that was like six feet tall. What? That is yeah. terrifying. Why is nobody...
0: Guys, why... everybody stop what they're doing right now and we need to put money into finding out what the fuck is going on yeah robots.
1: like bigfoot is real you know it's all going
0: down yeah to be fair (laughs) craziest shit has happened so that's 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 uh i i love cryptozoology i think that's the most fascinating thing maybe i'll do an episode about that one day the biggest like asshole of the cryptozoology world who knows (laughs) maybe it's sasquatch who knows yeah Anyway, we're getting massively <laughs> off track. Um, we're going back to pigeons today. I mean, you said you were obsessed with them. It was your encounter with them in San Francisco. Where did
1: it go from there? So from there, I just kind of kept researching about them because I found them so fascinating. And um, I actually went to interview a pigeon breeder and he had hundreds of pigeons on his property. Like yeah. You can tell he was that guy, that, like the next door neighbor, that you like look over his fence and there's just like <laughs> pigeon creeps like everywhere. And so it was really cool. Um, he took some baby pigeons out and was showing Aww. them to me. And yeah. So it, that was just, it was just so cool to kind of see firsthand like the breeding process and to learn more about them. Yeah. Um, but I've always just been kind of a pigeon enthusiast, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, they're beautiful animals. Um, I've seen some of the like, uh, the really fancy pigeons. I don't know what the, the species name is with all of them. Um, have you seen that meme that's like uh, the twice divorced pigeon meme? <laughs>
1: was with it the, with the feathers. With yeah feathers yeah, exactly. the Queen Victoria Queen yes. Victoria collar. Yeah, I mean you're right. It is called the fancy pigeon. Yes, yeah. amazing. I love that's that kind of like the fancy breeds of pigeon are called that. Oh yeah. my
0: god, that's so cool. And you've got the other yeah, like um I mean the pigeons and doves are just that's interesting actually that doves get this kind of amazing reputation. We have this like this idea of doves of you know peace and beauty and or inspiring, and then
1: he's done them during weddings. You know yeah, that?
0: exactly. Or it, um, you know, they release them at the Vatican, but like, you know, their closest relations, people just hate them. I mean, they granted... basically,
1: are pigeons? Yeah, doves are basically pigeons.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So it's like it's funny. This uh, this two very similar animals have completely different public images. Not... I do think
1: it has to do with like pigeons being gray. Some people probably think that's yeah. not as pretty of clue it, yes. as they potentially could have. Yeah. But also the fact that they do live in cities, you know, yeah. and they are dirty because they live in dirty cities and yes. they eat trash. I mean, yeah, you they don't understand that that probably gives them a bad reputation. But, um, mm. you know, if you're an animal trying to survive that is feral, just like feral dogs, you're going to eat what's available. And Definitely. The- plenty of food that is available. And, you know, a lot of the food that the pigeons are eating, like bread and stuff like that, actually turns their droppings acidic. So they actually oh, do great. Yes statues yeah with droppings aside from trying to like aim it on human heads and stuff <laughs> but um maybe that's what makes them a little bit of jerks <laughs> uh, yeah that's
0: it so maybe that's uh maybe that'll lead into our next segment of like how much of a jerk are they but yes. yeah no that's such a good point I mean it, I guess we we kind of just kind of like rats uh even the rats are clean like I'll, I'll say you know they they do have some diseases but they are clean animals they they keep themselves nice and clean like um we do have this association of pigeons and rats as you know as pests as as scum as like you know just this horrible image of walking trash bins that uh, hoover up stuff we do have this um this unfair opinion of them really but uh, i can't wait to dive into why that is wrong as we go uh but i mean Kendall, what is your favorite thing about pigeons what is the the one thing that does it for you about them
1: I just love how they're a part of our history. Just during World War One and World War Two, they would um, send messages between Allied forces, yeah. and they saved a lot of lives that way. Yeah. And to me, that's so amazing—like the fact that bringing these little tiny pigeon dudes with us during war missions, and when everything else seemed like impossible, and you know you were stuck in a corner, you'd like send a little message with a mm-hmm. pigeon, and he'd like fly it off, and yeah. you'd be rescued that way. Yeah, and um, so I just think that's so cool. You know, it's like the it was just like kind of like the text messages back in the day as well because people used to have pigeons test quite frequently and yeah. send messages back and forth. So I think that's the thing that I I think so cool about them, like their homing abilities. Yeah, I mean, I guess
0: they're connecting with the magnetic field of the earth, and you know, have just good visual memory as well about you know what buildings are, are where. So, I mean, actually, just...
1: follow roads when yes. they go back home. Like they'll actually like go along big like viewpoints because I think that has something to do with like memorizing certain uh different roads and things just like humans would
0: yeah that which is insane to think like it's amazing Mm -hmm. how yeah these animals that I guess a lot of people think people think pigeons are dumb You know, people are like a stupid pigeon eating a French fry, like off the ground, like you idiot. And yet they are capable of these incredible things. It's incredible feat that a lot of humans aren't capable of, of remembering how to get various places. I mean, it's just so cool. They definitely are one of the most underrated, intelligent animals that we just see on a day to day basis, I think. Uh,
1: But the only animals that could uh, pass a self-recognition test in a mirror. Yes, which I read about and I was like, holy shit, I had no idea that they could do that. It's crazy because not many animals can pass that test. So yes. I'm like, the pigeon, one of the most unassuming birds. Exactly. Man. The
0: underdogs of the bird world is the pigeon. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's pretty insane because we have some intelligent birds, you know. We have I mean, I think Corvids have passed that test, right? I think crows and ravens yeah, have passed oh, that are test. Yeah,
1: intelligent. That's another bird that people don't really like as much, too.
0: Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I have an, an episode out with Dr. Kaylee Swift dude, talking about crows. Who's the crow lady? And it's just, yeah, uh, crows are amazing. Pigeons are amazing. Oh. I I've got a lot of bird episodes this season, dude. It's <laughs> insane. Like like most of my episodes this season are like are birds.
1: <laughs> so I don't know how <laughs> we quite landed on this. I feel like <laughs> the more that I study animals, the more I get into animals that I didn't expect to really. Nerd out about like birds and bugs. Like, yeah, I, I can't get enough of them. Bugs is inc- an incredible one,
0: though, because it's such an underrated field of zoology. People are sleeping on the bugs, people mm-hmm. are sleeping on the bugs, like the bugs and, aliens and oh, terrifying, aliens. terrifying, oh. actual craziness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but in any case, I mean, what we're going to do, Kendall, in our next round, we're going to get a little bit more into pigeon behavior and what we're calling our asshole assessment segment. I'm putting on the nice American inflection asshole there because I'm going to ask you to help me rate them on a scale of one to five of how much of a jerk they can be. Are you ready?
1: Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Excellent. All right.
0: Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with the fabulous Kendall Long for our asshole assessment segment, where I ask my guests to place a numerical value from one to five on the asshole behavior of our chosen animal of the week. So, Kendall, what do you think? On a scale of one to five, how much of an asshole do you think pigeons are to humans, would you say? This has got to be pretty low, right?
1: I would say it's pretty low, only because I don't think they're intentionally trying to trying to be jerks to humans. Yeah. I think they just want to be loved, you know? Oh, oh. that's kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> so I would honestly probably say a little bit of two, like two. They could be a yeah. little spiteful, maybe. Like I can see them pooping on statues or pooping on buildings. And, sure. you know, that's a little jerky move, right? Sure.
0: I think, um, um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing that I think people get most annoyed with pigeons at, right? It's just the poop. Yeah. Like they steal
1: your french fries, that as well? Yeah,
0: I think they're, they're kind of not like, I don't know if you've had bad experiences, but I feel like they're not like, you know, seagulls will just take it and you'll be like, well, motherfucker, that's my like, you know, 12 pound fries that are just, you know, on the floor now. But pigeons yeah. are just more kind of like opportunistic, I feel right. They're like, they'll go for right. something that you've dropped, but they're not going to be snatching it out of your hand in the same way, I don't think. I don't know, what I, unless you've had <laughs> well, a bad experience. It.
1: No, yeah, I think they're polite about it. They're kind of like, "Is this okay? Can I?" You know, yeah. get they're this- respecting
0: the boundaries, which I love. They
1: are. Yeah. They are. <laughs> so yeah, they're kind of like slowly scoot closer and
0: closer. So yeah, they're just trying to suss it out the situation before they before right. they move in.
1: <laughs> Again, like I think they're just constantly looking for approval from uh, oh. humans. Remember oh. the good old days, you know? Remember, oh. hey, buddy, buddy. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. So I
0: I anticipated this um this answer to be quite low because it's like. I mean, there's that thing as well that obviously people don't like them if they bring diseases. But I, I was trying to look into this. I was like, really, how much do pigeons spread disease? And to humans, it's pretty
1: low, right? It's pretty low. I mean, I would say that the only danger is um, if they carry diseases in their droppings and mm. it flakes up. Right. And Just like how any bacteria or any feces isn't good to breathe in. Yes. Um, <laughs> bird droppings especially are not good to breathe in for that reason. So yes. I would say that is probably the only thing I can think of. But I mean, they're as clean as their environment. And I think pigeons would prefer to be in clean environments. So, um, you know, it's not like they're normally just dirty by nature.
0: Yeah, it's not like they are the slobs of the cities. It's kind of on us a little bit here. So and you know I guess if you're going into a tight space where pigeons might be and you're not wearing one of those little masks to like protect yourself then it's kind of like you know and you get sick it's like is this really on the pigeons though <laughs> like...
1: oh, no yeah so I, I really don't think they're intending to do any
0: harm yeah they're definitely not Um, yeah I've definitely rated some species that are like you know they will be a dick to humans because they can be a dick to humans like right. antagonistic and you know and things like that but pi- I don't think pigeons have a like a mean bone in their body <laughs> for us really definitely not i don't think so people used
1: to eat pigeons that's oh yeah. yeah 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 totally. popular food item. so i mean squab was like a delicacy back in the day so if yeah. they were so dirty why would people eat them yeah
0: that's very true that's very true as we say a two for how much of an asshole they are to humans how much of an asshole do you think they are to each other
1: well i mean they're a monogamous species like yeah with partners so i also feel like that's relatively low and i don't think they predate on they're young either yeah, yeah 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 they're good they're good family units
0: have you seen though I will counter that a little bit have you seen those pictures of like the like kind of half assed pigeon nests you know when they put like oh. two twigs together and there's an egg and you're like come on dude that like. is
1: so true though I mean they uh, are the most they are the worst nest makers I yes think of probably any bird species <laughs> but a lot of that has to do with the fact that they don't lay eggs in trees like a lot of bird mm-hmm. species do. So yeah. they actually lay them on like uh, rock faces or cliffs, mm-hmm. and like that's actually their nest, like the nooks yeah. in the cliffs. Yeah. So the twigs are basically just there to make sure that the egg doesn't fall off. The legs. Yeah, it's true. that's true. Yeah, the doesn't... only purpose it serves. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't
0: need to be a high tech nest, you know.
1: Right. But no. like, who job is a little fence you know. exactly
0: and you know who am i to judge i'm not handy i can't build stuff i couldn't build a nest if i was a bird i would be shit at that so i like, think i can't judge the build a nest i
1: mean there are some really impressive nest builders out there
0: but yeah you're not one of them so <gasps> so yeah so not an asshole behavior to be bad at nest building i guess right yeah. uh yeah that's a good point so what do you think you would think like a one i don't really see them i don't really see a reason yeah. what they would be an asshole to, I mean, because they live in such huge groups and they they're quite harmonious aren't they there's no like
1: right they don't even really i don't see them attack i mean they might steal food from each other that's the sure. only thing i can see pigeons like trying to nab food from each other for that yeah. maybe i'd give them a couple points but you know they, there's not like a pecking order per se they don't yeah. attack each other like chickens would yeah um, so I again I'd probably say around like a one or two
0: yeah yeah, but it, yeah I think the stealing food from each other kind of counts as a one so and I can't really think of anything else that they might do to sort of piss each other. Do you want to go for a one or do you want to go for a
1: two? for one. Yeah, yeah. we we'll keep it low.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just yeah, I think they just they just get on in these massive groups. And yeah, you're right. They're they're a monogamous species that do very well with their kids. So yeah, we love a, a good attentive parent. You know, we're here for that in the animal kingdom. I'm okay. um, Wonderful. Okay. All right. So we've got a, a one for how much of a jerk they can be to each other. I guess the final thing then is how much of a jerk on a scale of one to five are they to other animals around them? Well, I think they're kind of,
1: they are like the food source of a lot of animals. around them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, even catfish will eat pigeons. What do you mean? So, yeah. So in Paris, I think it's yeah. In Paris, in the Seine river, I think there's certain areas. I think it's in Paris. Where catfish, like these giant catfish that live in the river, there will like come out and eat pigeons. I like my brain is having trouble computing that. What the fuck? That's insane. Yeah, I mean, the catfish will pretty much eat anything that can fit inside their mouth, and yeah. uh, pigeon that's just chilling on the shoreline has no idea that a fish is going <laughs> to come out from the depths and eat them. Yeah, so, why would uh, you? Why would you think that? That's crazy. That's absolutely uh, insane. Like,
0: I've seen like, um, oh, maybe it's not pigeons, but you know, like uh, orcas coming up um from like in Sea Seaworld to try and grab like gulls and things like that. But that's okay. insane.
1: It's, it's like insane. a catfish. That's mad. Yeah, they'll and- actually kind of, just like orcas, they'll beach themselves on certain areas to get the pigeons as well. So, yeah. I would say animals are jerks to them oh
0: I, so we're going into the minus numbers here I know, into, like, I know I
1: feel so bad like the more I talk about pigs the more I feel bad for them but they don't really even eat I, I'm sure they eat bugs and stuff like that but sure, they usually sure. eat just like scraps of food I mean it's yeah. even then. I
0: mean, so, are they are they disease carrying to other animals? So let's say they're not, they're not really for humans. Um, maybe it doesn't pass. The zoonotic disease doesn't pass too much to humans. But do they spread it to other, other species like rats, maybe, that they might be more in contact with?
1: You know, not that I'm really aware of. Mm. I mean, I'm sure if you eat any kind of diseased animal, you're going to get sick from it. Sure. Uh, but not it's not really like a a big deal yeah yeah to my knowledge I I don't think it's something that other species really worry about they're more so like this is a very great tasty opportunistic thing that's prevalent around where I am I'm going to take advantage of that yeah (laughs)
0: absolutely I mean I normally say the scale is like one to five I would I would feel comfortable if you wanted to giving them a zero like i it's the first time i've ever done this but really? i can't i can't yeah i mean i can't think of a point like i can't think of like why would they be jerks to other species around them i mean are they, are they taking food you know like i'm trying to think how they affect the food chain and like where where their place is are they displacing anything like i can't i
1: can't even think no, they're they're really not because where they roost is kind of unaccessible to a lot of other animals and and most other birds wouldn't want to roost in places where pigeons roost. Mm. Um I mean I guess they could block sidewalks if you're trying to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Um but they really don't want to be like even like a lot of people try to chase them, they don't want to be around humans in that way like too close. Yeah. I don't know, maybe a zero, maybe a zero.
0: This is the first zero. This is the <laughs> first one. But I think if we're both struggling, I'm willing to, to bend the rules for you today, Kendall, if you want to give a zero.
1: <laughs> I would be I would be honored with the pigeon honestly if because anyone that has any things they can think of with how yeah. pigeons jerk to other animals I'd be so curious to hear it but write in
0: at us on Instagram whatever it is just like just comment if you know about how pigeons and we're talking like city pigeons like feral pigeons you know maybe other species of pigeons can be jerks but we're, we're focusing on feral pigeons today if you know of a reason that feral pigeons can be jerks to other animals let us know because, I mean, but we'll give them a zero, I think, at this point, yeah. right? People
1: just being like, you didn't know that pigeons, like, actually attack crows and yeah. numbers? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, yeah, they carry knives and they uh, they
0: commit crimes. It's like, You're oh, God, <laughs> this no. is where the internet is going to be furious. <laughs> exactly. You're wrong and here's why. <laughs> exactly. I love that, uh, that thing of, like, the fastest way to get an answer on the internet is to say the wrong thing. Yes. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> That yeah, that's so true. Never have I thought that I was as stupid as when, like, I'll say like one thing or I'll misspell something. Everyone in the comments is just like, like, whenever I talk about chickens, people Mm. go off on me. Okay, right? So particular about uh, chickens. I was talking about how this is like one of my most controversial videos, which sounds so stupid, but I was talking about how the chicken's earlobe color dictates the color of its eggs. Which is like a fun little video that I talked about. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That's insane. People were upset. Like so many people in the comments were just like, "My silky has like they have like black skin, brown right? Earlobes. Uh, well, they're blue. I think. Oh, they're blue. That's like dark. Yeah. Yeah, they're like blue. Like my silky has like these color earlobes, and their eggs are not those colors. And I'm like. There are exceptions, like yeah. definitely, um but anyway, like yeah, people are passionate about about uh chickens,
0: yeah, that's the most bizarre thing to be angry at. <laughs>
1: yeah well
0: if people want to chime in that's great as long as there's no hate you know if there's no like being a dick to someone online because they said this you know as long as you're being nice chiming on the internet that's fine (laughs) well in the meantime i mean we have got a two for how much of a jerk they can be for humans Uh, we've got a one for how much of a jerk they can be to each other and for the first time this is the inaugural zero that we've ever given to an animal and it's about fucking time that we had a zero here so that's incredible so that brings us i mean i'll just punch the numbers through the computer so quick here there we go okay Mm and the results came back we got a three out of 15 which is maybe the lowest i think it's definitely the lowest score i've ever given an animal here like i can't think of many other animal species that have had five and below
1: so damn okay congratulations (laughs) you know i'm I'm proud of the pigeon like i feel like the thing is people have in their minds that pigeons are evil pigeons are like of course like you said earlier like these rats with wings and yeah. no one wants them around but in reality they're they're pretty chill and they're they're just good yeah. little I don't know happy-go-lucky pigeons but I feel like they're despite the circumstances that they have they're just they're still just chilling they're yeah, just yeah. like they're
0: just doing their own thing trying to survive not getting in anyone's way on purpose like I mean there are some animals I mean I, I brought this up before as well that inhabit cities like the the sulphur crested cockatoos in Australia you know they inhabit the cities but they will wreck the fucking shit of the city you know they'll, they'll like pull the anti-cockatoo spikes off of walls and stuff so they go in there and they you know they come to wreck shit they wake up and choose violence that day every day yeah, like, but how like, you? <laughs> yeah and it's so on brand for cockatoos to just be and i've seen a picture of one holding like a croissant that they've clearly taken from somebody right. like and I'm, um, something nice. that yeah exactly and that chaos is is amazing but like Pigeons aren't chaotic. They're not in cities yeah. causing trouble for the sake of causing trouble. There's some animals that are a lot
1: worse. You know, well, even those anti-bird spikes that they have on buildings, pigeons Mm. will just kind of sit on them. Yeah, I know. That's that's the stupidest thing. People
0: play music though, right? That's supposed to be the big thing or like, or a noise that's supposed to scare away
1: pigeons? Well, there is like certain noises that they're trying to actually experiment with to make it so birds don't run into buildings. Oh, okay. That's a big problem. Yeah. Migratory birds. So Mm. um, the sound usually just helps them look up. Mm. Uh, and make sure they don't run into buildings I, at least I'm not, maybe that's what you're referring to but there could be other uh sounds that deter birds as well yeah sure but yeah I mean lineup, um, we can't hear them we can't hear like the sound so it wouldn't affect humans at all yeah that's true I mean I've, I've heard that that's
0: one of the methods of like anti-pigeon just to, to play a noise or, or music or something like that
1: Let's get out of here <laughs> yeah exactly
0: squam <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's
1: my property yeah exactly <laughs>
0: you just hear the sound of a gun fucking right gun. yeah no that's it um but I mean Whatever works, where you're not having to do something inhumane to them, you know, if there's a nice way to deter pigeons that's not going to cause them too much stress, then that's yeah. sort of the the best thing. I mean, we we kind of touched on it in our um in our previous segment of just of their intelligence. Like I'm doing research from this episode. I mean, I've just I read so many studies that people have done with pigeons about identifying letters of the alphabet and faces. And they're just they they know faces like they all know the same people that come and feed them. They can identify people
1: from a photograph. (laughs) Well, yeah, because they were they worked in such close proximity with humans for quite a while. And um, any species that evolves with humans has to learn that ability, you know, because show how we feel with our faces so yeah those are also very similar well they'll remember people's faces and they know if you're a jerk or not they'll remember yeah. whole bunch. so um but yeah i think birds are underestimated in that way but they absolutely.
0: definitely, absolutely i mean it's the same with crows right like they did all those experiments with crows and you know being mean to the crows and the crows fucking know
1: like yeah. they they Don't have your number it's about you the yeah baby. yeah but i'm gonna tell that mother- it's mother- about mother- you baby. This yeah. is going like generational. Like, this is generational. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a
0: grudge that will last several lifetimes. Yeah, yeah that's it. And I mean, The moral of the story is just be nice to the birds, guys. Just be nice to the freaking birds. It's not hard. Like, (laughs) well, after an amazing round there, three out of 15. That's, yeah, that's a a record low, which I'm super thrilled about today. The first ever zero given. We're going to move on to our next segment after the little break, where I am going to subject Kendall to five pigeon adjacent questions uh, in our segment called True or False.
1: Are you ready, Kendall? Oh, yeah, I'm prepared. Amazing. (laughs) I mean, kids don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am so excited for the next round. Stay with us, guys. We'll be right back. This episode of Arsehole Animals with Alice is sponsored by Effin Birds. Do you love birds but find them to be a bit on the boring side? Do you wish finding new and creative ways to insult people just had a bit more nature to it? Ooh, baby, you've come to the right place. With effin' birds, your ornithophilia and your penchant for swearing can at last be united. With a collaboration that has bird nerds everywhere saying, finally! The elegant illustrations of birds from across the world, coupled with the intrusive thoughts of each and every one of us dealing with others in a working environment, makes effin' birds merchandise an absolute must-have accessory. Entertain both yourself and co-workers on that Zoom call, sipping your coffee from a mug with a bird on it that says things like, Eat farts. Fuck off with that shit. And the classic, bitch do I look like I give a fuck. Your obvious contempt for the office environment and the everyday bullshit that comes with it will be glaringly apparent to those around you. Because how else are you going to cope with the dumb fuckery of the corporate world without comedy and birds? For mugs and t-shirts full of classy birds with less than classy thoughts, find Effinbirds online at www.effinbirds.com. That's effinbirds.com. Or check them out on your favourite social media platform under effinbirds. E-F-F-I-N. They make the perfect gift for yourself, a friend who loves feathered creatures, or a co-worker that is absolutely done with life. And for those social gatherings, the new double deck of effin' Birds playing cards are now available in any bookstore worth shopping at. So don't be a dummy, dummy. Get yourself some effin' Birds merchandise and show everyone that you don't give a flock. Now, back to the show, you filthy animals. Wonderful. We are back with the brilliant Kendall Long, who has agreed to put everything on the line for our next segment entitled True or False. Now, Kendall, how good is your general knowledge?
1: I feel like I know a lot about pigeons. I know more than your average bear. I, I can't say I'm like, <laughs> a pigeon. Like I haven't like studied pigeons for like my entire life or my job, but oh. uh, I've, I've read a few books on them. So what is the term for a? It's not a pigeonologist.
0: It's it's got to be. Almost want to say a
1: pigeonologist. But I know <laughs> that's not true. I know it's not true.
0: Um, squabologist. <laughs> is that yeah, one? maybe. Yeah, yeah. Squabology. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Question number one. The messenger pigeon from the 1960s Hanna-Barbera cartoon, Dastardly and Muttley in Their Flying Machines, was called Pee Wee. Have you ever seen this show? No, I haven't. So. Oh, it's okay. I mean, do you remember um, Wacky Races? Did you ever watch that as a oh kid? Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah. I do remember Wacky Races. Yeah, Wacky Races had—I um, I don't know if you remember Dick Dastardly and Muttley, like his dog, like that would have the, like oh, the yes. really wheezy laugh. Yes, um, I do remember. Okay. Yeah, okay. So he they had a little spin-off of wacky races called Dastardly and Muttly and their flying machines. And they were trying to catch a pigeon in that. Sh- that's mm-hmm. the premise of the show. They were just trying to catch this pigeon. Oh,
1: that's um, a great premise.
0: Yeah, exactly. But the question is, I mean, it's you know, true or false. He was called Pee-Wee. What do you think?
1: I'm gonna say true
0: because pee is a cute name. <laughs> Pee-wee is a cute name. Unfortunately, that is false. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like where you were going you were like you were so like it's a cute name I was like I, was like, I would name a pigeon Wee. so <laughs> peewee the pigeon uh, he was called and um, this is so funny I had to look this up yankee doodle pigeon was what his name was oh. um, yeah which is a which is a less cute name for a, a pigeon name yeah. yeah, Yankee Doodle Pigeon. That just is, is like doesn't really roll off the tongue the same I way. Guess that... Maybe
1: it's an older show, right? So yeah. it's probably it was popular back in the day. Yankee. Back in the day, in the sixties, like he,
0: he was a little messenger pigeon, and he had a little hat on and a little like messenger bag with, and he was sending messages, and that's why they were trying to catch him because they wanted to intercept these little messages. And he was um he was voiced by a guy called Don Messick, who was the voice of like Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo and um, oh, Papa wow. Smurf. Yeah, you know how, like, all those cartoons from, like, Cartoon Network and stuff like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's I always remember those yes.
0: shows from. Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'd forgotten about that. But, yeah, his name was Yankee Doodle Pigeon. Pee-wee's a nicer name for him, but sadly, Oh, alas. maybe his nickname's Pee-wee now. Yeah. Maybe we can <laughs> give him that nickname. Yeah, Yankee Doodle Pigeon doesn't sound as good. Yeah. Uh, but we'll go on to question number two, Kendall. Here we go. Feral pigeons are the second most populous wild
1: bird in the world true or false i'm trying to think if there's a i'm going to say false because of the first so
0: that is false you're right you're that you're <laughs> right that's false and thankfully we're not taking in reasoning into account okay. it's just... <laughs> so it's,
1: it's just, like oh, i gotta know
0: exactly you got it right that's all you, you kind of need to know don't worry so no they're not they're uh, morning doves are the second most which is crazy there are more morning doves than there are pigeons Really? Isn't that crazy? That is so interesting, yeah. Yeah. So they they think that there's around upwards of 475 million worldwide, and pigeons on I, you know there's there's rough estimates. Obviously, you can never know exactly how many pigeons there are, but there's an, an estimate of between 200 to 400 pigeons worldwide, oh, okay. uh, which is actually less than I thought it would be. I was like, I see pigeons more than I see mourning doves.
1: Exactly. Like, and I and I see them in literally every place that I've been to around the world. So I would have definitely thought they were more prevalent. Yeah. It's not. I mean, apparently not. Yeah.
0: I think um the estimate for the morning doves was done a few years ago, but I think they think that the numbers have actually increased since they measured it however many years ago. So yeah, upwards of about 475 million birds. Number one in the world, which I Googled and I was like. You know, I'm not going to lie, I'm not great with birds and people who know me know that I'm more of a mammal person than I am a bird person, even though I love birds. Yeah. And um, the number one was a bird that I wasn't necessarily too familiar with. It's called the red-billed quillia. Have you heard of this bird? No. Yeah. I mean, there's so a bird species. The number one in the world, there's 1.5 billion of them. Isn't that Where insane? Is what in I want Africa. They, oh, they, okay. they, yeah. They have um, like massive, massive swarms of like millions of birds. Are they the ones that look like they're a cloud? They're, yes, exactly. So, yeah, it's the quelia It's the Q U E L E A. if anybody listening at home, the red billed quailia, Q U E L E A. Oh. Definitely have a look at this little bird. I mean, it's a very unassuming kind of like passerine looking bird. Um, it looks, like
1: it looks like a finch as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the most populous bird, like wild bird in the world. So, I mean, Africa, keep an eye out for the Quilia, like 100%. the red bell quailia. Yeah. So, I mean, number one bird on the planet, though, in terms of how many there are, chickens are number one. Yeah. Oh, and okay. There's there's around 22 billion chickens in the world being right. kept, obviously, for, for food sources, egg sources, anything like that. But it kind of doesn't yeah. count. But none of that matters, Kendall, because you got it right. You yeah. know, <laughs> so we got I'll one. Take it. <laughs> we got one in your favor. Excellent. Okay, question number three: Chinese fried pigeon is a common dish made in China when celebrating the New Year. Is that true or
1: false? I think that's. I would almost say duck is more popular for the New Year, not pigeons. So I'd say it's false.
0: That's true. Actually, it's a Cantonese recipe for around the New Year. Um, Chinese fried squab. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which is something. Something is wrong. No, I mean you were talking about how people eat them earlier, and I thought yeah. I was kind of like, ooh, is she gonna? Is she gonna say something? And I like suddenly don't have a question because she's gonna be like, oh, it was a New Year squab. that
1: threw me off. You know. Oh like, yeah, it was, you know or what? Specifically New Year, and I was like, oh, for New Year, I was like, I, I always remember eating duck around Christmas maybe that's the time that it's really popular but oh interesting see now I'm gonna have to try it yeah it's crazy obviously like baby
0: pigeon is what's
1: used normally it's like they use
0: a lot of squab which is like kind of heartbreaking to think I've never I've never eaten pigeon you know I am a meat eater but I've never eaten pigeon but apparently I don't know if you know this pigeon is more
1: nutritious than chicken to eat i think i have heard of that because i remember i I remember thinking when i was researching pigeons like why people don't eat them as much as they used to because they were so much tastier as well a lot of people said it was tastier yeah Um, but it's because they're so hard to raise yeah
0: i always associate pigeon meat with like a, a fancy dish And I always thought that's the weirdest thing. Like there's loads of them everywhere, but I guess if you are raising them and it's taking a little bit more of an effort than let's say a chicken or or a duck, then it kind of makes sense. But yeah, I mean, it's got a higher protein amount and lower fat amount as well. And is high in vitamin B and E apparently. So better for all you health nuts out there that are trying to get the gains maybe squab is yeah. the way forward where do you even that's get that idea. at the supermarket
1: i don't even know <laughs> and we'll go to your you know local park yeah exactly cast. although those are adult pigeons so those probably aren't the ones that yeah are that's going true. to have like the really succulent meat But the... yeah you gotta go scoop it in some nests you know you're just yeah. gonna rummage it around <laughs> oh, those babies that haven't moved around a lot God, it's heartbreaking. Oh.
0: But I mean, that one, you were on the right lines. I threw you off with New Year's. So that's part of why it's such a tricksy round where I curate tricksy questions. So, yeah. <laughs> but we'll go into question number four. A homing pigeon can carry up to 50 grams in weight strapped to it. Is that true or false? True? It's false. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm rooting for you so bad. I'm rooting for you. It's so bad. funny
1: though, because I'm not used to uh, grant, like the measuring. Yes. So, like, oh like, yeah. I mean, of it's, it's grams, you know, yes. like trying to convert it in my brain. I don't. I don't even know. Math is not my strong suit. What would is it ounces? Then that would be the. I, sh- I should have done this in ounces. See. No, no, it's, might... it's totally fine. Look mm-hmm. at me trying to find excuses as to why I got it wrong. Uh, <laughs> I'm grams. Yeah, I'm not used to grams, Alice. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten it right. Everyone's gotten it wrong. There's an ounce.s There's like no form of measurement. I would have gotten that right
0: in. <laughs> oh my god! Well, they can actually. Apparently, they can carry up to ten percent of their body weight, but they can be trained to take up to seventy five grams. So that means, and I'm sure you know about this, right? You've seen people strapping stuff to pigeons, yeah. Yeah. like I, we. I don't know if people on the internet have seen like the little backpacks that people make for pigeons that yeah. carry drugs, <laughs> that carry. Yes sim cards and they're basically a lot of the time people are smuggling them into prison which is low-key genius I think you know it really, like... <laughs> is. It really is
1: like can you imagine just like you get a little pigeon delivery in your cell That's... yeah
0: exactly you just get some little pigeon at your window and you just you have a look at it and it's got a little backpack full of like ecstasy <laughs> or something to sell in prison <laughs> but um... yeah I, I saw I was reading about this because like, this was fascinating and I was like I've got to do a bit of a deep dive as like what what they have found on pigeons and yeah I mean drugs messages obviously sim cards USB cords batteries but in 2009 a prison in Colombia tackled I'll say tackled nicely because they were they were obviously trying to get rid of what was on its back they they grabbed a pigeon that had a cell phone attached to it and I was like I I don't know if you could like yeah the idea of like a cell phone being strapped to this pigeon like it could carry a cell phone is crazy
1: Yeah, yeah, those are I think you have to like do a little pigeon workout, you know what I mean? They have to be hit in the gym. You have to be, has to 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 be eating game. squab, you yes, know, to get the, exactly. to get the gains. <laughs> I wonder what kind of cell phone it was. You know, was it like one of those thick, yeah. brick cell phones or was it yeah. a lightweight, like maybe like a flip phone, like those, what, those I, Razor you, ones? Yeah, I imagine so. I mean, 2009, like I'm
0: trying to think what phone I had in 2009, pro- probably a flip phone. Those are quite yeah. small. Like, right? They have like really
1: thin ones back then.
0: Yeah, maybe oh. it's gonna be something like that. But uh, I thought that was hilarious. The, that so the effort, the effort that goes into making sure that this pigeon goes to the fucking prison with your drugs or with your cell phone how do they Can know
1: who me? to find I know like, yeah do they catch a pigeon and they train it like you are my like this is your home now yeah and I don't know I'm trying I have to no about.
0: clue but I you know respect or props to whoever is doing that because the effort that it takes to do that is I don't know you don't want to give them a free pass but like god damn that's crazy someone is looking out for that person in, in jail you know they have like I've, I have yeah. trained a pigeon I will get these <laughs> I wonder if
1: the pigeon does time you know to, like, yeah exactly it's like <laughs> to the bird cage with you uh he just has some <laughs> little shackles tiny and he's shackles on his on his little feet, you know and
0: he's like dang it um, oh man that'd be so funny but yeah they they can carry up to 75 grams like if they're trained properly and yeah that includes a cell phone as well which is which is nuts but yeah. we've got our last question kendall I am rooting for you so hard. Here. You,
1: this
0: way? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like you're doing fine. Some of these are tricksy, as I said, and there is nothing to play for. You're not losing money, or nice. you know, harsh. I'm not going to kill a pigeon for everyone you get wrong. Oh so. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, question number five: The eyes of baby pigeons change from black to red quicker than a baby macaws change from black to their adult color. You know about this with the little, like, baby pigeons have, like, dark eyes?
1: You mean, like, the, co- like, the colour of them? Like, the Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, like, a way to tell the baby pigeon, if, like, a baby pigeon is a baby pigeon, is, like, they have the baby eyes. They have kind of, like, little... Yeah, little, like, browny black eyes. And they turn that, like, red colour that we see in our um, feral pigeons. I mean, I was going to almost say how long it took. I was going to be like, yeah,
1: they change. And then I was like, no, that's the part of the question, <laughs> Alice. Oh, <stop> it. <laughs> also, it. If, so it makes it so they can see like at night time that kind of reflective red or is it just you yeah, know I'm actually not too yeah, sure to why they more. do you know what oh, I no, mean it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I don't mind I was just curious because I know that they can see ultraviolet light but I was yeah. like I wonder hmm. I actually don't know why they turn red I know that pigeon eyes see a broader spectrum of color but I'm not necessarily sure if that is why they're red I don't know. yeah we'll so interesting. yeah interesting stuff the question is do baby pigeon
0: eyes turn into their adult eyes quick because it's the same thing with macaws macaws they have their cute little baby eyes they're like they're kind of browny black and then they turn in more into their sort of like yellowy color at some point in their lives but do baby pigeons change their eye color quicker than macaws
1: when i have- would say yes they do they are faster <laughs> oh you think it's true
0: okay you're correct that's incredible (laughs) amazing oh my hilarious. (laughs) baby yeah baby pigeons they change their eye color about two to three months old so you're they're only like got these little baby eyes for the first like two to three months it's so cute I I think it's the cutest thing about pigeons because they are kind of ugly birds when they're young but
1: they have these cute little eyes they're they're when they're babies they are kind of funky looking they kind of look like dodo birds yeah yeah and then they like have these big beaks and that's probably why they hang out with the parents so long because they're really funky looking <laughs> yeah they're so awkward like
0: oh yeah so true but um but uh, baby macaws though because I mean macaws live like up to 80 years you know if they're kept properly but it takes about one to three years for those eyes to change so they you know pigeons love obviously a short amount of time I guess like they need to have that the eye change quicker but There's like the no yeah, exactly. Right it's like away. screw this, get it gone. It's like our baby teeth, right? Just get it gone. And yeah, and macaws because they live a bit longer. Do it like it's a little bit later for them. It's between one to three years, is what I could find. I also asked a macaw expert. Shout out Barbara Heidenreich, <laughs> nice. who I messaged. So, to make sure. Oh yeah, man. exactly. I think
1: like I'm gonna have to do so much more research on pigeons. You know, you can you can study so much about animals and still have so much to learn about exactly. them. Exactly. So this, awesome.
0: This is the thing though, and I was explaining this to someone the other day, like. A, there's so many animals on the planet. Like, I'll have non-animal people be like, uh, "How long does a pelican live?" And I'll be like, "I don't fucking know." Like, there's so much. Do you know what I mean? Like, I have there's right. so many facts to know about every single animal on this planet. That's the that's the best thing about learning about animals is that there's always more that you can learn. But at the exactly. same time, have you ever heard that analogy about um, there can only be so many penguins on the iceberg of like how much you can keep in your memory? So it's yes. like. I I can only have so many penguins on my iceberg before like one penguin comes on and then I'll push another one off like. Now that I have that
1: eyeball fact with uh, pigeons, I lost something else about that. Yeah, vision. exactly. <laughs> you know, you forgot how to drive. <laughs> right?
0: Exactly, exactly. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a <laughs> second. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that's the best thing about animals. As we said, it's like you, every day is a school day, and like you talk to people that will just change your mind about different animals or like tell you this really cool fact or you read something awesome in a journal or a book and right. that's just the best thing about it you can be an expert but no one can know everything you know like it's crazy that's just the most fun part of being an animal person I think it's just discovering new new stuff to learn about animals yeah. the there's best more that I don't it. know
1: probably than what I do know which which is why it's you're, you're always learning something new and I, I like having the curiosity about it and uh, definitely the idea that I can always learn something from
0: anyone about anything definitely so definitely and and the, the important thing is to not think that you know everything because nobody fucking knows everything you know oh, like yeah. nobody <laughs> fucking knows everything like there's so much to learn like anyway it doesn't matter but yeah after an incredible round there kendall two out of five
1: uh <laughs> 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 questions are, you survived
0: that round you did so well i had to have
1: a low score just like the pigeon's low score that oh was yeah
0: awesome. yeah, yeah one more and that would have been like tying yeah, yes exactly <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, after that incredible round of true or false, Kendall and I will be back after the break to tell you what we think you should know about pigeons. So don't go anywhere, guys. We'll see you after the break. Our charity of the week this week won't be focusing on the feral pigeon. It's safe to say they're doing just fine out in the wild. Instead, we're hopping all the way over to Mauritius to talk about the pink pigeon and the Mauritian Wildlife Foundation. First of all, for those of you wondering where Mauritius is, it's around 1,000 kilometres off of the coast of Madagascar, which, in turn, is around 400 kilometres off the coast of mainland Africa. On this small island in the Indian Ocean lives the Pink Pigeon, which looks exactly how you imagine it would look. The Pink Pigeon is a critically endangered species that nearly went extinct in both the 70s and the 90s. It all started when explorers landed on Mauritius in the 1600s and during their stay released non-native predators to the island. Rats, cats, mongoose and crab-eating macaques, all of which then predated on the pigeon. By also releasing non-native birds to Mauritius, humans unknowingly brought over a pathogen that kills over 50% of pigeon squabs. At one point, their numbers were as low as 20 individuals. Thankfully, the Mauritian Wildlife Foundation are working hard to ensure the success of this small population through conservation breeding, both in situ and ex situ. They've partnered up with the Durrell Wildlife Conservation Trust, the Zoological Society of London and Chester Zoo to hatch and rear pink pigeons, as well as contribute to important research on their territory in the wild for prospective reintroduction sites. If you've loved what you've learned about pigeons today and would like to help the Mauritian Wildlife Foundation to protect pink pigeons and other incredible species on Mauritius, there are ways that you can help. You can symbolically adopt a pink pigeon on their website or a few other native species, such as the Aldabra giant tortoise. You can also purchase from their shop online and find some adorable designs for tote bags, t-shirts and hats. If you want to keep it simple, you can simply make a donation on their website at www.maritian-wildlife.org. That's mauritian-wildlife.org. Consider helping the cousins of our feral pigeon friends today, and you can truly make a difference to the pink pigeon's future. Thank you. Wonderful. After that lovely little breather, we are back now with Kendall Long, who is going to be telling us what she thinks we should all know about pigeons today. Take it away, Kendall. What do you want the public to know about pigeons as a way to round off this ridiculous conversation, rating them as assholes, true or false? Like, what would you like people to know about them?
1: Uh, The main takeaway I want people to have about pigeons is that they deserve a place in our cities, around us, in our world. They've been a part of us for such a long time and they've um, evolved with us. And so I think in that way, trying to not fight against them in our world and more so involve them and find ways to incorporate them, you know, in our societies is really important just because the reason why they are in our cities is because of us. So yes, given that, I feel like it's really important to, um, you know, that's when you go to the park, you go to like a wild area, like look (laughs) and try to find pigeon lofts because pigeon Mm -hmm. lofts are basically like little homes for feral pigeons. And I think the more of those that are in the community, the better. I've seen so many really fun, cute ones in uh, German parks. Like really, yeah, there's this one really cute one by river in, uh, I believe it was Heidelberg. Mm -hmm. And it looks like almost a little gingerbread house. Oh my God. Little pigeons just hanging out in there, roosting. And it was just a fun way to keep the pigeons maybe away from the buildings. Yeah, Have a little section all their own. So yeah. I thought that was a really cool, unique idea because killing pigeons is just going to bring more pigeons because there's less competition for food. Oh, yeah, sure. Good point. Yeah, but yeah. They're there, going to just like flourish anyway. Yeah. So yeah, trying to you know build them little homes, I think is a great is a great yeah. way to make sure that you know they're happy, you're happy, and also something that I think anyone who's seen a pigeon will know is that their their feet are often either missing yes. or like missing toes, missing feet in general. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that has to do with when they are nesting, despite not having the best nests in the world, <laughs> they get hair and little pieces of uh, string yes in, in their feet so i always try to make it like if you are by a pigeon you do see that its feet are getting swollen or have been caught in them maybe helping them out a little bit help a little there? bit out yeah, yeah just, be mind, just be mindful of them because um i think it should be as a pest is probably never never the right answer just because yeah. as we can tell with our jerk ratings they're not jerks they're not jerks yeah so yeah caring for them in that way and um yeah I just want people to to, to love pigeons and be more curious about them because I, I think the one thing that really made me appreciate pigeons that much more was seeing the history of them and then also yes. seeing like so many different breeds of pigeon that there are they really are just like the winged puppies of our world and I love um, that
0: can we also start something where people make like intricate adorable pigeon lofts like I I want that to be a thing like we need to get people on this train if it's like a gingerbread house like there's some creative people out there if you make it like cute and friendly for pigeons and can you imagine like people catching on to that trend I, yeah, like, I love the idea
1: of like a community yeah. pigeon loft, you know, yeah. where people can like all go and you can go and like visit them and see yeah. them. Yes. It's not hanging out in the park, so yes. I think that's such a great way to integrate them with our cities and with our urban environments because that's where they're chilling. They're Definitely, they're not going anywhere. Like you know, we we are gonna
0: live with pigeons for as long as there are cities, there are gonna be pigeons. You know, we just have to find a way to get along. And yeah, as you're completely right, you know, it's it's beneficial for us to have them roosting somewhere that's not on our buildings, that's not on our statues where people get annoyed that they poop on them or if they right. breathe in the dust or whatever that um, when they're cleaning their, um, their lofts, whatever it is, having their own space is such a, a lovely idea. Like mm-hmm. I, re- I read something, an article, maybe you've seen it as well, about why why we dislike pigeons. And I thought it was really interesting. This one guy, I can't remember for the life of me his name. I'm so sorry if you are listening or or anything like that, where he was doing some research on why we hate pigeons. And one of these sort of conclusions that he came to is that pigeons sort of represent the blurring of lines between the urban environment and the natural environment. Because oh. we, we have squared away this space for an urban environment but pigeons don't care about the boundaries that we have set for ourselves you know they're like nope we are going to sort of infiltrate in inverted commas this area and we can't control that and Mm. i think that's why people have this sort of like frustration or kind of resentment maybe towards birds that are like know if I wanted to go and see birds then I'd go out into nature this is this is a city wild yeah exactly and I I think that that's such a shame that we think that we have to wall ourselves off from nature and experience it on our terms when it's all around us all the time and responsible for everything it's
1: responsible for everything in our lives no exactly and there's so many communities that really love pigeons as well I mean pigeon racing is an extremely popular sport yeah. So much so that people have sold like prize bred pigeons for like million dollars. Like they're oh my god, they That's go crazy. for a lot of money. Yeah, because it's such a big, it's like a betting sport. You know, to right. see how fast these pigeons could uh, travel from one place to another because of their homing abilities. So. Right. Um, But yeah, pigeons could be fun too. So maybe get into pigeon racing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, a million (laughs) dollars. You know, it's like a get rich
0: quick scheme. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. breed a racing pigeon. (laughs) There you go.
1: (laughs) That's a cherry on top.
0: Yeah, that's it. Oh man, I mean, that's such a great way to round off this uh, this whole conversation of just being a bit more curious and a bit more patient with the birds that you see every day in your cities and your parks and things like that. They're, they're smarter than you think. You know, mirror test, that's insane. Not many animals yeah. have passed that test. No, not like, many at all. Though. It's apes, yeah. it's dolphins, apes, corvids, and that's probably it, right? Like I can't think of many more species. Elephants maybe? Um do elephants
1: have. But then again, um, I wonder because a lot of animals... The self-recognition test is difficult with different animals because yeah. you have to kind of reinvent the test in certain ways based off of like the colors they can see. Because usually they put like a red dot on their forehead oh, or something yes. like that. Or that's they so hide nice. something in the background of the mirror to be like, yes. oh, did you see? Do you know this is behind you? Uh, that's them. that's called the mark test. I, I spoke about this on another
0: episode actually where mm-hmm. dolphins have passed that. Where what I think is the most fascinating thing where you put a mark that the animal can't see naturally so and they use the mirror to see it. They mm-hmm. they understand that there is a mark or some, or a bit of paper or whatever it is on them. And mm-hmm. they use the mirror like we would to see it, which yeah. I think is just a next level mind blowing. Really
1: because first of all, have they ever seen a mirror before? Like where are you going to see a mirror? You know? Yeah. And then yeah. So crazy. I think things have also maybe passed that as well well yeah
0: i yeah I, I could believe that definitely but yeah really not many animals have passed this test and pigeons that you see every day can recognize you can recognize themselves i i read something that they they can recognize they train one to to know all the letters of the alphabet and to remember words I, actually i read a, a study that they trained a pigeon to correctly identify both malignant and benign tumors from pictures like a picture of that visual
1: abilities yes like that yeah so they can see spot things quicker than humans can yeah which is why they use them for um for spotting people in shipwrecks like their life preservers they used to train them to spot them on this little map or this radar i think quickly yes like yeah so they can spot them because they can see the dots quicker yes holy crap that's
0: insane those aren't reasons enough to like pigeons a bit more I don't know what you people want you know what do you you want from these pigeons (laughs) exactly what (laughs) what could you need from this bird that just hangs out in cities right like they have to be paying your bills for you to care about them no (laughs) oh well that's that's absolutely incredible i mean well guys this has been another episode of asshole animals with alice i mean i'd like to say a huge thank you to the hilarious kendall long for joining me today to talk pigeons and other nonsense today and i want to say a huge thank you to you guys for listening and we hope that you learned at least one thing about pigeons today now kendall if there was one little bit one fact that you would want people to take away about pigeons what would it be Oh goodness gracious!
1: I mean, they're little lifesavers, they're little heroes, you know.
0: Heroes yeah. in a little
1: backpack with some pills in it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, heroes in many different ways. You know, maybe saving lives, maybe saving you from the boredom of prison. So either way, they're little heroes. So <laughs>
0: they are the little hero, the everyday hero that you see walking among you at all times. I love that. Oh, that's incredible! Well, wow, remember everybody. Always check for cheap flights on secret mode on your phone. It'll be much cheaper. Drink plenty of water. And most importantly, don't be an asshole. Bye! <laughs> Thank you for listening to Arsehole Animals with Alice. Don't forget, you can support the podcast by heading over to Patreon to become a donor. Each donation you make helps me continue to make you laugh and learn about the assholes of the animal kingdom. You can find me on patreon.com slash Alice. It's as simple as that. See you next time.